And so why is it surprising you that people aren't taking you at your word when you say you're going to execute? It's because what you've shown them over the years is that, yo, you mean well, but your execution's poor. That you don't always follow through. That you're more interested than committed. And so what's your execution score? Damn, I want you, let's really talk about it. Like, what are some things that right now, just listen to the podcast. Don't be offended. Don't build a fence based on offense, but use this message to go to the next level because I don't know who I'm talking to. I just know that I'm supposed to be talking to you right now about this. Hear what I'm saying? You think it makes me feel good to get on here and share where I was at financially? No. But I'm telling you, that test will be a testimony, and God will use my struggle to set you free, just like he will use something that you're going through right now to set somebody else free. Let's go. What's your execution score? What are some things that you haven't been executing on, that you haven't been keeping your word on, that you haven't been living up to your highest level of yourself and your potential? What's up? And welcome to the Unruly Podcast. I am your host, Rashawn Dozier. One thing I love about this podcast and obviously I've not interviewed a guest yet, not sure when I will. It took me a while to launch my own podcast, not because I was afraid, but I just felt like it wasn't the right time for, for me. And we, we went over that in, in a past episode. But I, I wanted this to be a space where I could be humble, open, transparent, vulnerable, and give you a side of myself that maybe you've not received from my short form content over the years or from a keynote presentation that you heard or a workshop that I led, but actually hear this side of me, a more vulnerable side. And I and I I always wanted to be that. And so I'll check myself and make sure that, you know, every few episodes I'm I'm sharing something that maybe makes me uncomfortable or something that um, you know, is is sometimes difficult for me to share. And some folks know this story. I've, I've told it more or less from the stage, but never um, from my pod. Definitely not from my pod yet, but um, not in any podcast I've done or anything, I don't believe, um, or any any guest podcast that I've done. So it was a few years ago. Man, we went through a really, really tough, by we, I mean, my family and I, financial um, season. My wife was like, yo, season, bro, seasons. Like it was it was a rough couple of years. Like I had transitioned out of my nine to five job that you know I did six figures on and traveled and we, we were very well compensated and I always had a side hustle or two and we transitioned into ministry and from the jump, like I knew that it was gonna be really tight. My wife asked me, like, Are we gonna be able to do this? Like are we gonna be able like and in my arrogance, trust me, I I wish I could say that I was praying on that more, that I was in prayer about that opportunity. And, and more or less, it was me wanting to do it because I thought that I could accomplish. And man, you know, we transitioned into ministry. Things didn't go well. That's a story for another day. Um, and we ended up stepping out of ministry and found ourselves in very quickly in a really tough season financially, like, I'm talking about negative, and I couldn't find negative in the bank account, not just negative mood. I'm talking about negative, negative balance. <laughs> Hear me on that. Like, not knowing how the mortgage was getting paid. And I love that there's a quote that I heard that, you know, people tend to meet God at the top of mountains, but you get to know him at the bottom. And I felt like it was a season where, you know, I had read the Bible, I could just could 
present it. I could preach it. I could teach it. But I, man, I never lived it until this season where like God says, I will provide all your needs, that kind of situation. And like, but I never really needed anything because, you know, I had worked so hard and put myself in a decent position financially. I didn't really need that. I didn't need anything. But I found myself actually without any power, any control over my circumstances and situation. And we were in the bathroom, like crying. Like we didn't know how we were gonna pay our, pay our mortgage. And somebody knocks on the door that we had not talked to in quite some time. And they said, man, we felt led. I don't know why, we just felt led to give you this. And it was a check for for a mortgage. There's so many incredible things happened. God showed up in so many different ways. I say all that to say, like, you know, my credit even took a hit in that season, boy. Like, I, it wasn't, come on, man. Like I, One of the things I always said to myself is coming up without money, coming up without the ability to be financially free or in a situation where I could, you know, I could actually have options. It was humbling to backslide in that way. And, you know, not being able to pay some bills. And I'll be honest, I had a bit of an ego. There's some people I could have talked to, reached out to. I didn't. I, I thugged it out, <laughs> as they say. And then my credit took a hit. And I remember applying for some credit cards and I denied. What? I've never been denied for a card. Denied? Why am I denied? I denied it. I, you know, I'm asking why. And they're like, yo, your credit score. The credit score is bad. A credit score is a scoring that these three bureaus give you. And I, this is not a financial podcast. This is not a credit podcast, but we have TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian are the three credit unions. And these three give you what's called a FICO score. And this is how people that uh, will determine whether or not that you're lending risk. If you're a risk, if you're a good candidate, and I had become a bad one, right? So my credit score was bad. So I couldn't, I couldn't get some, some of the things that I wanted because my credit was not where it needed to be. Right. And and it's, it's, bro, it's up until like the past year or so that I just had to work myself out of that. We and we're praise God. God, you've been faithful. You're good. Right. But it was a, it was a rough couple of seasons and my credit was jacked for a while. Right. Which means that as it pertains to me being a person that could be lended to, they saw me as a risk. They saw me as a liability. My credit score was bad. It took it, it took a lick. Right. And I say that again, this is the podcast. We got to be tangible here. Yeah, I'll be transparent, but I got to be tangible because there's some people watching this. You're like, oh, my credit's straight. I'm going to skip this episode. Don't yet. Don't don't skip it yet. Like my credit score wasn't great. But let me ask you, what's your execution score? <laughs> Saucy, what's your execution score? Like you're a person who says you're going to do a lot. Oh, I'm going to get in shape or I'm going to do this or I'm going to spend more time with my kids or I'm going to be more active in my community. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. What's your execution score? If someone were keeping tabs on you executing on the things that you said you were going to do, would you have a high score or would you have a low score? Because I'd imagine there's some people watching this right now that you might have a, an 800 credit score, but your execution score is 200. That you say that you're going to spend more time with your wife and you don't. That you say you're going to take your behind to the gym or eat healthy and you don't. That you say you're going to be at your kids' games, but you can't manage to get out of the office. What is your execution score? That's what I'm talking about. And so you're you're mad because you're, the people are telling you that they don't believe what you say to them. That they can't trust you or take you at your word, and now you're mad at your wife. What you mean that you don't believe that I'm going to do it? I take care of you. I do this. I don't know. Did your kids say, Dad, I don't believe that you're going to be in my game? And you're mad. Because you know, I got a high credit score. Yeah, your credit score is high, but your execution score is low. What's your execution score? 
Like in that season when we were going through it financially, I wasn't surprised, bro. I wasn't surprised. Like I knew that it was bad. I knew that financially we had hit a bad place. So it wasn't a surprise when they said, no, nah, you're denied for that. And so why is it surprising you that people aren't taking you at your word when you say you're going to execute? It's because what you've shown them over the years is that, yo, you mean well, but your execution's poor. That you don't always follow through. That you're more interested than committed. And so what's your execution score? Damn, I want you, let's really talk about it. Like, what are some things that right now, just listen to the podcast. Don't be offended. Don't build a fence based on offense, but use this message to go to the next level because I don't know who I'm talking to. I just know that I'm supposed to be talking to you right now about this. Hear what I'm saying? You think it makes me feel good to get on here and share where I was at financially? No. But I'm telling you, that test will be a testimony. And God will use my struggle to set you free. Just like he will use something that you're going through right now to set somebody else free. Let's go. What's your execution score? What are some things that you haven't been executing on, that you haven't been keeping your word on, that you haven't been living up to your highest level of yourself and your potential? And I want to give you some things that I think might help you fix it. Because there were some things that I needed to do to get back right, right? Like, hey, I needed to go get some more revenue. So I had to clank up, gear up in my business. And I had to build my business from scratch because part of the agreement of going into ministry was to shut all my stuff down. I, I do regret it, but it is what it is. I, I believe that God has used it. And I had to build my business back from scratch. So I had, to, I had to create some momentum. I had to create some revenue. So that's what I need you to do. I need you to first step, stop talking. Hmm. Stop talking. Stop Stop telling people what you're about to do. Stop making promises that you have not been able to keep consistently yet. Stop talking and start doing. I said I had to build some momentum in my business to start creating revenue. And so in the same way on your execution score, I need you to shut up. Oh, don't talk to me like that, Rashawn. Yeah, whatever. You got to shut up sometimes because you talk and you say things and then you don't do it. Actions speak louder than words. I don't need you to talk with words. Just talk with movement. Let your let let your execution create separation, right? Shh. You all the energy you're gonna use to talk, you're gonna need to 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 use that to execute. And so I need you to take more action than you do talk. That's the first thing. What are some things that you don't even need to convince your wife that things are about to get better? You don't need to convince your kid that you're about to go to the next level. You don't need to tell your boss that you're about to do this. Just do it. Just doing you because you're mad at your spouse for holding you accountable for things you haven't done. So stop talking and just start doing it. I guarantee you because that hasn't been the norm. Historically, you've taught more than you perform. Mm. Like, like you ran your mouth more than you actually got busy. And so what I want you to do is just start doing. Stop talking. Start doing. Stop talking. And so the next thing after you say, okay, I'm going to be quiet, bro. Like, I know my wife is right. Like, I haven't executed. My wife was in my face. She was telling me, and she does to this day. She'll tell me, bro, you're fumbling the rock. You're not doing that. And stop running from accountability, y'all. Accountability breeds responsibility. Like, you'll never go to the next level if you don't want to be accountable to somebody. And so I had to stop taking offense to my wife. I had to stop being offended and building a fence between me and where God wanted me. And I had to lean into the things that I didn't want to hear because, no, it didn't feel good, but it was for my good. And so stop talking. Yeah, be quiet. Close your mouth. Stop talking about what you're going to do and just go get busy. And the second thing I believe that the second thing that I want you to focus on is not the goal, but the target. Mm -mm -mm. Take a little sip while you marinate on that. Focus on the goal, not the target. Or the target, not the goal. I said it backwards, it don't matter. Focus on the target, not 
the goal. The goal is huge. The goal might be five years from now. And what happens is you stop executing the momentum that you're building up. You start losing it over time because you think, oh, man, this is too far away. I want you to stop focusing on the goal and focus on the target. Like, I, I, I started shooting guns when I was 21 years old, and I would go to a field that had nothing in it. I pow, 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 busting shots. And then when it was time to finally shoot at the target, I couldn't even gauge it. I couldn't, like, I couldn't hit it. Why? Because I was so used to shooting at nothing, I didn't know where my bullets were going. And know this, I couldn't measure it. And in life, if you can't measure something, you can't manage it. So I couldn't possibly manage where I was shooting because I couldn't measure it. That's what I need you to do. Stop focusing on the big goal and focus on the target. What are the targets? Okay, you want to execute and you want to get your wife a new house, right? That might first look like, let me, let me hit the first target of knowing what my ratios are. This is not a podcast about finance or real estate. Listen, there's plenty of old. I'm telling you, you got to focus on the targets. Uh, don't tell your kids you're going to be at every single game. Why don't you show up? Why don't you say, my target is to show up to every game this week. They got two games. I'm going to be there. I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to pop up. That has to be your target. And what happens is from that, you create a momentum. Oh, I did this week. I can do next week. Okay, I did two weeks. I can do three weeks. I did three weeks. I can do three months. And now you start. Confidence comes from doing. You're not even confident in yourself right now because you let yourself down. Every time you let somebody else down, you let yourself down. You're not even confident because you're not doing. Confidence comes from doing. So focus on the target, not the goals, because when you start hitting the target, the targets move you closer to your goals. <sighs> So be quiet, stop talking, start doing, focus on targets, not the goals. Get your execution score higher. And when your execution score gets higher, you won't have to wonder if people believe you. You won't have to wonder if people think you're gonna follow through. Your execution score will be so high that at that time that maybe you do slip up, people will give you grace because they recognize you're a person who executes. You're trying to get grace right now, but all you've done is fumble the rock and not execute over the years. People ain't got no grace for you because you've not had any execution for them. Anyways, that's all I got for you. I love you. Thank you. Please like and subscribe to the podcast. It helps us out. Thank you for rocking with me. And until next time, stay unruly and go be great.